If you were looking for career advice from a career coach and he had led teams that have placed over 6,000 pros in 21 industries, worked at the largest Fortune 500 recruitment firm in the world, was responsible for over $50 million of placements of executives, and was one of the top recruiters recognized nationally while serving in the United States Army, you'd probably say he's qualified. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. Career competition is fierce. If you're a director, a VP, or an executive, this podcast is for you. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. And this is your host, Tim Madden. How is everyone doing? Hope you're doing well. So... Welcome to the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast with myself, Tim Madden. I'm going to be your host today. And hey, if you don't know me, I help those targeting six figures and multiple six figures find jobs they love quickly. If you're looking for more career advice, you can always check out execupgrades.com backslash publications where you can see where we post career articles on Forbes, Entrepreneur, Fast Company, and many other publications that have helped individuals just like you. So hey, each week, If this is your first time on this podcast, I deliver tactics and strategies to help you with your mindset, your online brand, which is so important, helping you get on more interviews, convert those interviews into offers, having conversations about money and how to be super successful when landing your new role. So each week we go live in the Executive Career Network, which is, to my knowledge, the largest group of directors, VPs, and executives from across the country. Check this out. I think we're, we just approached 6,400 members now, and we stream to iTunes and Spotify. Hey, if you're watching live in the ECN, comment below, Tim, I am here. Do me a favor too. If you get anything from this podcast, okay, leave me a review on iTunes. Give me a follow, share it with a friend or a family member who might be struggling in their search. Some of the things I say today may have a big impact on them. So, Let's get into a couple updates before we get started. Hey, first off, congratulations to um, the individuals inside the Executive for Upgrades coaching programs. Guys, we had 13 offers come in. At any time, we typically have 50 to 70 business professionals inside of our coaching program where we help people land new roles quickly. Hey, I do want to say huge shout out to Chris, who went from 335000 to a total comp of $460,000 with the 45K sign-on bonus. Truly phenomenal. Chris, great job. Hey, if you want to automate your job search, this is something I'm going to be talking about for a little bit, okay? Next month, I'm going to show you the coolest trick to automate your job search so that you can make sure, right, We are getting in hold of lots of people today who are hiring for people with just a couple clicks of the button. Stay tuned. We're probably going to do that event mid to end of October, and I will keep you all updated on that. And last note before we get started, if you need help in your career, you know you're not living up to your potential. You don't like the job you're in. You know you're you're underpaid. You know you're undervalued, right? Go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. And you can book a call with us so we can talk about your career goals. All right, let's get into it. Episode 10. Surprising things that you probably don't know about executive resumes or your job search. Let's get into it. 
Companies lose as many as 89% of candidates due to the prolonged screening process. Let me know if you've had to deal with this, right? You go on 14 interviews, right? We, we have people inside, I'll never forget this. I was working with Arvin recently, director of software development. He went through 15 interviews to simply say, hey, you did a great job providing a bunch of per perspectives perspective to us. But since you've done that, it looks like we need to hire other people before you, right? So I can understand people's frustration. So I believe that one to be true. Let me know if you're watching live in the ECN right now. 68% of US of, or sorry, 68% of leaders inside organizations believe they are under or believe they are overqualified for their current job. If any of these apply to you, let me know in the ECN. 49% of people looking for their next executive role. Compensation is the most relevant factor when accepting a new job offer. That's interesting. I thought this was very interesting as well. Top candidates, and I've, I've actually seen this, top candidates on average, regardless of the level they are hiring at, are hired within 10 days. By the way, guys, all of these stats I'm, I'm giving you right now were pulled from LinkedIn. These are studies done by LinkedIn. So this last one, again, top candidates on average are hired within 10 days. However, the average interview process for most of the population, most of the executives, okay, is a minimum of 28 days. Only 27% of businesses disclose salary and wages publicly. The average job search in the US at the level that you're at, directors, VPs, and executives, LinkedIn said minimum of five months. That's interesting. So we got five more and then I'm gonna get into some topics today. 82% of job applicants get unintentionally disqualified by applicant tracking systems. That's a good topic. 82% of applications at the executive level get unintentionally disqualified by computer systems. Isn't that a shame if, if you're in a search right now relying on these applicant tracking systems? 96% of software and IT companies across the globe are remote. If you're targeting a remote role, probably software and IT is the way to go. More than 70% of people who are currently employed are considering a new role if they're director or above. 78% of recruiters rely on LinkedIn outreach to find top talent. Last one that I thought was interesting. A professional resume written boosts your earning potential by 7%. All right, so let's break down what LinkedIn said of people that are in roles right now, how did they get them? Okay. So the biggest one, so the, this is out of 100%. So people who are employed right now, the biggest factor in employment for that new opportunity that they're at right now, 36% said it came from their own network. The largest, so the largest pool of directors, VPs, and executives right now who recently accepted a role in the past 12 months, the biggest proponent of getting those roles was their prior network. Now, I want to talk about this for a sec. Most people don't know how to ask for help, ask for referrals, engage people, build rapport with people that they already know. I see it in our coaching program time and time again. 
they join and said, Tim, no one can help me. I don't know anybody because they don't know how to do this in the right manner. So as you can tell by these statistics, 30, this is probably something very important to figure out. How do I make sure I leverage my network the right way? Because at my level, LinkedIn says that's how the majority of people are getting opportunities. The next one. 18% said they got their jobs from executive search firms and headhunters or recruiters reaching out to them. How do you make this happen? You have to have a professionally written LinkedIn and, you know, or resume that highlights your accomplishments and achievements relative to what you're targeting. So 18% got it from, you know, a headhunter or an agency reached out to them. 15% got promoted. So 15% of the current people in their most recent role was due to a promotion. 4% social media, in-house recruiter contacted you 6%, uh, a job boards 4.27%, and other was the rest. So we don't know how those others got those jobs. But hey, I thought was, what was really interesting right here is that most people either got it from their network or got it from a headhunter or a recruiter reaching out to them because of their online branding. So if you're listening to this episode, I would encourage you to think real quick, if you're in an executive search, Am I leveraging my network to the best of my ability or do I maybe need help doing that? Number two, am I branded correctly so that people can actually find me and want to talk to me? So many times I talk to people and they say, Tim, I wish a headhunter or recruiter would just reach out to me. I wish I could get a hold of them. How do I do that? Make sure you're branded like the leader you already know you are online. So many times I click on people's profile and I get confused and I don't know the teams they've led, et cetera. I assure you, if your profile isn't optimized, nobody's going to reach out to you. So make sure you do that. We do that here at ECU as well. So if you'd like to see how we can do that, uh, you can go to execupgrades.com backslash podcast and schedule a call with us. Also, for people watching in the ECU right now, I'm going to add something for you in a little bit. I'll add a little guide about the overview of our process. Hey, actually, I'll just do this. If you'd like an overview of how we make sure resumes and LinkedIn um, profiles are optimized so that people can actually find you really easy and recruiters can find you as well, um, just email me at tim at and say, hey, Tim, send me some information and um, I'll send you a booklet on uh, how we approach this process and we've been how we've been successful doing it. So let's get into a couple topics. All right. Number one. Okay. So today we're, we're talking about just surprising statistics that you might not know. I found some of those actually pr pretty interesting. Other surprising things you might not know about your job search. How many people watching right now inside the ECN, right, think their job search is unique? We get this one all the time here, right? Yeah, 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 Tim, but... I want to work at this type of company and my industry is different and my situation is unique. This is the number one thing, according to LinkedIn, that people think when they approach their search. Yeah, Tim, but my situation is unique. Listen, your situation is not unique. There's only one way to get a job in the world. It's to be branded and positioned as a leader so other people can find you and spark a conversation, or it's getting a hold of hiring managers with what you're targeting, getting a hold of them and letting them know why you might be a good fit for their team or for the open role that they have and facilitate the onboarding product. It doesn't matter 
If you are in banking, financial services, fraud and security, information technology, sales, it doesn't matter. We have to get a hold of the people that can actually hire you, okay? Most people think their situation is unique because of this main reason. They're approaching the job search all wrong. They're not branded correctly. Correctly, They're not kind of sure of what they should be targeting. They don't know how to get a hold of people. They don't know how to get their network. They're not getting any results. So now I'm going to blame it on my situation is different than everyone else's in America. Not really. It's your planning process in your search. That's the problem, which is my number two today. Okay. Are you a leader with a plan of your job search? Do you have a job search strategy or does your job search strategy consist of what here at ECU we like to call the Indeed wishing well, right? Hey, please, Indeed gods, I'm going to submit my resume. Please let me hope and pray and cross my fingers that someone's going to call me and make all of my dreams come true. Are you a leader with a plan? Okay. Are you a leader with a plan of your career? That's one of the, oh, by the way, we're, we're talking about the, uh, sorry, let me provide some, some transparency. We're talking about what executives feel are the hardest parts about their search right now. So number one, to recap, they think their situation is unique, which is why it's making it very difficult. As I've shared with you, it's probably because they don't have a strategy like we're talking about number two. Hey, are you a leader right now who has a job search strategy, who has a plan, who has a blueprint? According to LinkedIn, most people don't, which is why these transitions are typically very difficult for them. And hey, I can totally understand, right? In your business, wherever you're working or previous work, if you don't have a plan, it's really hard to be successful at, it, at, at anything, right? Number three, the third hardest things executives felt, right, are tough about the job search is how do I stand out in the marketplace? There is only one way to stand out in the marketplace, okay? It's to highlight your accomplishments and achievements so other people can understand them. It's letting people know the teams you've led, the impacts you've had, uh, maybe about your leadership philosophy and why you've been successful. Or if you're in tech, it's process efficiency, improvement, legacy systems, cloud computing, what, whatever the case, right? So. The third thing that executives feel is I have trouble standing out in the marketplace. Yeah. If you don't tell people how you've been successful, if you don't tell people your accomplishments and achievements throughout your career, it's going to be absolutely hard to stand out. Your biggest problem, I say this every day inside of our coaching program, your biggest problem right now is two things if you're in a job search. Number one, not enough people know about you. Not enough people can find you easily to actually engage with you. And number two, you don't know how to leverage people that you already know to aid you in your search. Two biggest problems of individuals that I work with. So, hey, are you standing out in the marketplace? Whether you're in a search or not, right? You should always have an optimized resume and LinkedIn profile. Oh, I'm good where I'm at. I don't really need this. That's exactly when, when you get it. What if someone were, couldn't find you to get a hold of you for a potential very significant increase for you at a company where you can make a very large impact and get a very significant compensation increase, regardless of where you're at in your career right now? Even if you just loved your job, <coughs> just got a new job four months ago, 
uh, things are going pretty well, I would still absolutely have a LinkedIn profile. What if you're a C-suite person and they're looking to hire a CEO, right? If you're not branded correctly, if you're not standing out in the marketplace, letting people know how great you are, no one's going to contact you. The fourth hardest part about a job search is executives feel they're giving mixed messages. I assume this one was talking about career transitions. Maybe you've been working in X domain, oil and gas, uh, retail, et cetera, and you don't want to work in, in that anymore. But you just can't figure out how to brand yourself properly. I can see how that would be a struggle for lots of professionals. So to recap, hardest parts about your search, okay? People think their situation's unique, which it isn't. They typically don't have a plan. They typically have problems figuring out how they're going to stand out in the marketplace. And number four, they feel like they're giving mixed messages in what they've already created for them. If you are struggling with these areas, it's extremely difficult to find a job you love. I wish it was as easy as just getting an optimized resume and LinkedIn profile and then individuals would just, you know, stars would align and it'd solve all your problems. Most of the time, that's not a case. Not the case, right? We have to make sure we're branded properly. We have to know how to leverage networks. We have to know how to get in front of people who can actually hire us. We have to know what to say. We have to prepare for the calls. We have to have a plan for the call. What am I going to say when they say this? How do I like be prepared? Okay. And then we need to know how do I lock down next steps? How do I have conversations about money? This is a lot of overwhelming information for, you know, most people that I talk to. When we take on new clients here at ECU, you know, right when they join us, they're worried about so many things. What am I going to say when someone asks me this? How do I negotiate my salary and all of this? Remember, when you don't have a plan, you think about the whole emphasis of the search, right? You think about everything, like everything that you might not know or you're struggling with, and it's easy to, to feel kind of defeated early on. Then we start thinking of, are the best years of my career already behind me? Am I really as good as I once was? See all of these things that can make us feel like, feel and think just kind of weird, okay? Because we don't have a consistent plan with our job search. My goal here on this podcast is to make sure that you have a plan, that you know how to brand yourself, that you know how to have conversations about money so that you can go out and get the job and money you deserve so that you can increase the quality of your life, okay? If you are upset in your career right now, change it. You know, there's the saying YOLO, right? You only live once. Why work at a job you hate? How can you be happy working at a job that you dislike? How, how can you work at a job that you don't really dislike, but you know you're, you're you know, overqualified for, that you're not feeling valued in? Shame on you for staying in a role right like that. And shame on you for not getting the information you need so that you can elevate your career, make a difference in the marketplace, and provide for your family. That's all I got for today, everyone. Tune in next week for another episode of the Executive Career Upgrades podcast, and I'll talk to you soon.